Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and this is episode eight, where we're talking about reducing stress and creating more time with decluttering. So this is one of my favorite subjects and one of my favorite self-care techniques that I use. Um, it's It doesn't sound like something that you would assume would be self-care, but it's so powerful on my, it's been very powerful on my self-care journey. Now, I know when I say decluttering, your first thought might be cleaning out old closets, getting rid of old clothes, and maybe cleaning out the famous junk drawer in your house. And yes, this is decluttering, and it's one of my favorite kinds. Uh, But today, we're not just going to be talking about decluttering space, but also decluttering your mind and your processes. When we declutter our mind and our space and our processes, we reduce stress and can actually create more time for ourselves. And wouldn't that be incredible, right? Because as far as I'm concerned, time is like one of our most valuable assets. Let's start by diving into decluttering the mind. So we all have these to-do lists, whether it's a mental one or a physical one. And we also have those things that we need to do that we keep putting off because they're just downright unpleasant. You know, like you can't stand it, right? So for instance, calling the bank about that unwanted charge, making a mammogram appointment, making any doctor appointment for for that matter. Um, We don't want to do these things. So we keep moving it to the bottom of the list, the bottom of the list, um, and You know, calling a credit card company or a bank is like, oh my God, that's like two hours out of your day, right? So who wants to do that? (laughs) The stress-inducing part of this is that it's still there. We're not getting it done. It's in our head and it's nagging us continuously. And I call this the stress loop. So it kind of looks like this. You wake up and you say, I got to call the bank today. Mm, Don't worry, it's on the list. You go to work, you get busy. Uh, But at lunchtime, you're like, okay, I should call. I should really call right now. But no, you just want to pause for a moment. You just need a little bit of space, right? You'll do it later. You'll just do it later. Then later, as you get home from work, you think, crap, I can't believe I forgot to call again. And they're closed now. Ugh, why do I do this to myself? I'm so forgetful. I'm so lazy. I'm this, that, whatever a negative self-talk might come up into your head, right? We all do this. So you can see how much wasted time you're spending here. The stress thought loop a couple of times a day, you know, it's constantly kind of nagging you every once in a while, feeling bad about forgetting, and then beating yourself up about it. I mean, we really give ourselves a hard time. And then on top of that, this is just one day we're talking about. So how long have you been putting this off? I don't know about you, but I've definitely put off my mammogram appointments for like months. And I know that's bad. Don't worry. I know that's bad. I do do it. I end up doing it. 
So the stress takes a toll and we all know what stress does to our health. And I'm not really going to go deep into that today. That's a whole nother podcast. But a lot of us are familiar with some of the health issues that stress causes us, right? The time these thoughts take up in our day multiplied by all the days that you've been putting them off and the negative self-talk on top of that and the effect that all this has on your self-esteem. This sucks a lot of energy out of your body. Just keeping the thought process in your brain in that loop takes a lot of energy, not to mention how deflating, continuously procrastinating and forgetting makes you feel, right? Ugh. So the way I resolve this is with a process that I call the shit list. I have an ongoing list where I write down all of these shitty tasks And then I make an agreement with myself to handle these tasks once a week or a month, whatever works for you, on a specific date and time. The point is, is that you have to schedule it, okay? You have to make it, you know, like every Friday at 10 o'clock, I'm going to handle my shit list. And this might only take 10 minutes. It could take an hour, whatever it is, but you're getting it all done, done at once and then it's done, Right? So what this does is it removes the whole thought stress loop from your brain and it keeps it in a safe place until you know that you're going to handle it. This can be life changing. I'm telling you less stress, more brain space for better things, less negative self-talk, more energy, more time. I don't know about you, but I know that I could use that. I could always use more time and definitely less stress. This also can help with sleep because you're not having that looping thought around your head at bedtime, you know, thinking, I got to do this. I got to do this. You know that you took care of it. You put it on the shit list and on Friday at 10 o'clock, you're going to take care of it. And this helps you sleep better. So you might say, "Mm, how do I know I'm going to take care of my shit list? I'm like the ultimate procrastinator. Well, first you schedule it. So whatever scheduling works for you do it that way. So either your phone, or if you're one of those people who has an actual book, whatever works for you, put it on there. Second, you make an agreement with yourself, write it out and sign it. And I'm, I'm totally serious. Write an agreement out that every Friday at 10 o'clock, I'm going to handle my shit list. And then you sign it. It has to get done. Like brushing your teeth in the morning. It has to get done. Staying in integrity with yourself is what creates the stress relief. This is what creates the space. So this is a really big, important step. When you put things on your sit list, you know that you can trust you. You know you're going to get it done. So that's that's where the release is. That's where the stress goes. You know you can count on yourself. But lastly, I want you to start small. Even if you have 10 things, especially if you're a procrastinator, just start with one, one small one. Put one thing on that shit list, have success with it, and then immediately celebrate. I don't care what you have to do, sing, dance, whatever. Just celebrate right after. This will connect it in your brain as a positive thing that's going on, right? So that's why the celebration is really important right after you do the action. And this comes from Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. If you haven't read it, I recommend it. So the celebration part is important. And then the next week or month, it's your decision. Um, I find that when you first start doing this, weekly works best, you know, and then monthly um, will naturally happen because you won't have as many things that you need 
to put on your shit list. But, you know, add one a week. See how you do. Celebrate. Become a shit list master. Okay? I said that really fast, so it sounded funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. What happens over time, though, is that you naturally just start to handle them, these things, these crappy things. You handle them as soon as they're in your face. It just happens naturally. You move from weekly shit list to monthly shit list to no shit list. It becomes nothing because you're mastering taking care of business. It's magic. It's magic. So now we're going to go into decluttering the mind part two. Okay. Difficult relationships. So this is the same exact process. It might even be the same list. Um, So this could look like um, maybe a long time conflict with a certain person Or maybe you just forgot to call a friend back and it's been weighing on you all week. You feel guilty or you forgot to text someone back or you missed an appointment or whatever it is, some kind of a conflict in a relationship that's been haunting you, that's looping. It's, it's, you know, you have that stress thought loop going. Okay. So you're going to add this to the list or you can create a whole new list. And I just have to add that when it comes to relationships, there's so much more emotion involved. So it could take longer this process could be more sensitive. You might have to take more steps, okay? But it's the same process. You can either handle it or end it. That's the way I look at it. You know, figure out different ways that you can handle and smooth over the situation and make it wonderful. Or if it's something that needs to end, um, remove yourself from it or just spend less time in that kind of a relationship, okay? Because there's so much emotion, like I said earlier, this could just be a longer process. It adds a lot more stress and drains a lot more energy too. So you're draining a lot more stress, energy, and time. So adding these things to your shit list is a top priority. Handling difficult relationship situations immediately can be so much easier than letting them marinate for a while. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that that missed appointment or that you know time you forgot to respond to that tech text message is so much more painful three months later than it is three days later, you know, because that friend that you forgot to text back, um, that person probably has a loop going in their head like, oh, I wonder if she's mad at me. I wonder what I did. Well, screw her, you know? (laughs) So all these things are happening, but just handling it right away can just be so much more easier and just apologizing up front, you know, admitting you were wrong can just That's like nip that in the bud and get it over with. And it's so much easier to handle instead of letting it marinate. Be patient with yourself while you move through those, these processes, because especially with the relationships, you know, sometimes it might take a few steps. So if you have a a difficult relationship with a certain person that's been ongoing, like for a lifetime, you can try some different steps to resolve it. And, you know, maybe once a week, try to do one of those things to resolve the relationship and work through it with a counselor or, you know, a professional that can help you or a coach. And then if that doesn't resolve it, if it doesn't seem to be something that you can resolve, then it might be something that you can let go of or move yourself away from. It doesn't have to be this dramatic break. It could just be, I'm going to spend less time with this person because I have to protect my energy and that's it. So while this is 
can be put on the same shit list as calling the bank, it's completely different. And I just want to acknowledge that. Um, give yourself some space while you move through the processes of, you know, handling these difficult relationships. Moving on to the funnest one, <laughs> uh, decluttering your space. So most of us have done some version of the Marie Kondo thing, right? What a great book, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't do it all in one day, like they say to do it, but I definitely did it. I did it. And we know how to declutter. Most of us do. And it feels so good, right? So how does this actually relieve stress and create time? So it's very powerful. When things are in order, they feel good, right? They kind of feel flowy in your life. Everything seems to just be kind of working out. There's no roadblocks. But when you wake up in the morning to like laundry all over the floor and maybe a sink full of dishes, it's so draining. You don't even have to step out of bed. Just knowing it's there drains you immediately. It sucks the energy from your body. But when we wake up and everything is clean, the coffee pot is timed to start brewing as your feet touch the floor, and then all the clothes are where they belong, color-coded in your closet, and the, the birds are singing. Okay, well, maybe that last one was a little bit of an exaggeration, but you know what I'm talking about. You feel great, right? You automatically feel great when you wake up. You feel empowered. So I would rather wake up like that. I would rather create that environment for myself. And it is our job to create that, right? Things do not flow and they take more time when your space is cluttered. So like, for instance, you might have to wash a dish to make breakfast or clean the coffee pot before you make your coffee or go through the big pile of clean laundry that you didn't fold or hang up, you know, before you get dressed. So this is creating friction and it's dragging the time out. So it takes longer to do all these processes. So that's, you could save a lot of time with decluttering, a lot. And obviously a lot of stress. When your space is comfortable and free of clutter, you move through your processes with ease and flow, less friction, less stress, right? So some creative things to declutter and reduce stress. So these are like things, um, Little things I've picked up from other people. Uh, Denise Dunfield Thomas is a really famous for a lot of really good decluttering techniques. Um, so many coaches that I've picked this up, reading books, but some of my own too. And I will share some of my personal stories. So these are so powerful. Cleaning out your phone contacts. So personal story with this one. Ages ago, I used to sell real estate. I still had all those phone contacts in my phone. Any time I touched base with any person, I would put their name in my phone. And the reason I did that is because if they if they called on one of my listings, I would put their name in my phone and I would put the listing. And then if they called me back, I would know who it was and I could answer the phone saying, oh, hey, Margaret, how are you? Yes, I remember talking to you. You called about so-and-so property. And it just makes me look like I have this great memory and I really care. <laughs> So I had all these phone contacts in my phone, but I had long been out of real estate and into the coaching industry. And I recently cleared all those contacts and it just felt like it opened up the space for my business. Like I was being more um, intentional. I was being more intentional about my business. Real estate's done. I am into my coaching business. 
And my phone shows that. <laughs> and this goes with email folders too. I had all these email folders with all these um, transactions that I did in real estate. And it had been long over three years. You have to save them for three years. And I got rid of all of those. Oh my God, I can't even tell you how much space how this cleared just in my mind. And this creates more space for great things to come into your life, right? New business, um, social media contacts. So people that are following you or you're following, um, maybe stuff you don't want to see on social media. You want to protect your energy. You want to surround yourself with like-minded people. Clean that shit out. Just clean that shit out. Uh, gift from your exes. This was my favorite one. So I have had some wonderful ex-boyfriends over my lifetime. And so I saved a lot of gifts from them. But getting rid of those gifts, uh, most of them, has cleared so much space in my life. And even though I have no conflicting relationship with these people, it's so nice to not have to be reminded of that over and over again. I don't know how to explain it, but it's also like getting rid of my furniture after I got divorced from my marriage, my married furniture. I, I wish I had done it sooner. It was so powerful to get rid of that energy. It's just everything carries an energy and getting rid of that stuff just clears space for new, wonderful things in your life. So on that note, cleaning your wallet and your purse if you want more money. Um, like I said, computer files, email subscriptions. Don't unsubscribe from me though. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like sometimes you sign up for something and they're wonderful at the time, but then you grow a little bit and the stuff that they're sending you isn't something you need anymore. So you move on. So you delete that email subscription. It doesn't have anything to do with the person. You're just uninterested in receiving that. So, and so on. So I'm telling you right now, just these little things that I just mentioned, all these little tidbits, I'm telling you life changing. It's like somebody lifted this veil off of you and now you're available to new things. So I want you to give some of these a try. If you try just one thing on this whole podcast, try that one. The phone contacts, the email folders, the social media, the emails, the, the gifts from exes. Oh, that's the best one. That's the best one. I'm telling you, um, try it so much fun. This also creates space for the new that you want to come into your life, right? Anything new. So I want new business. I don't want real estate business. I want new business. Um, I want more money. So I'm going to create a beautiful space in my wallet for money to come in. Right. Um, I am, you know, learning to be a better person more and more every day. So the email subscriptions that I get from certain people, certain coaches, I want them to do that for me. And if that no, if some of them no longer serve me, I'm going to get rid of them. So that's just an example of decluttering in a very creative way. All right. So now lastly, I want to move into decluttering processes. So this is a weird one, but um, actually... I believe also Denise Dunfield Thomas talks about this a little bit in her her latest book called oh God Chillpreneur. Okay, I think she talks about it in that book. I loved that book, and if you're an entrepreneur, I would definitely recommend you read read that. It's a wonderful book. Um, 
So what is a process? I don't think she calls it this, but she definitely talks about it. So what is a process? It's the way you go about doing something like a standard operating procedure. So if you have a business, that term might be familiar to you, but it's the standard way you do things. It's almost habitual, sometimes unconscious, right? Take a look at some of the ways we do things and then resolve any friction within them. So for example, um, when you get ready in the morning, like we talked about the clothes. So when you get ready in the morning, having everything, all your laundry that's clean, hanging up or put away and where it belongs makes the process a lot easier. If this is not what you're experiencing right now, then that's one of the processes that you can uh, remove friction from. Another thing is it could be, you know, outside of the house, say you want to start a new habit of working out after work and you work outside of the house. So then you're going to look for a gym that's on the way home in between your workplace and your and your home, or just getting one that's really close to your home. So even on the weekends when you want to work out, it's close, but it's always on the way. All right. So that's working out some friction instead of finding one maybe that your friend goes to across town. Instead of that, you're going to work something out that's going to work out any friction or extra time that you have to spend doing that. You're also going to pack your workout clothes in a bag the night before, even like put some water in, um, you know, a water bottle for yourself and have that already. Maybe even put it in your freaking car the night before, as long as it's not freezing out, whatever, or too hot, you know, put, or hanging on the door that you would leave from just removing any of those roadblocks, making things as easy as possible. And you could look at so many different um, processes in your life. How do you cook dinner? How do you get your children ready for school while you're getting ready for work? Okay. How do you um, go to bed at night? What's your process? How do you wake up in the morning? What's your morning routine? These are all processes, all of them. So, um, tidying up these processes can create so much time and space in your life and as usual reduces stress and creates more flow. Uh, as you might've noticed, I love the word flow and that's how I want my daily life to feel every single day. Flowy. Am I perfect like this? Absolutely not. I go through like little stages where everything's flowy for a while and then something throws me off. Maybe I get a cold or I travel a little bit or someone comes and visits me and stays with me and I kind of get out of that little flowy feeling, you know, but I just jump right back into it. That's all. Nobody's perfect. Putting all of these decluttering processes together can save anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour every day. It really just depends on how much work you need. Like, so Imagine that, an extra hour every day. What would you do with that? And the whole reason I look at these things and I do this in my programs and I do this with my clients all the time, especially when they say they have no time, because time is just, we all have the same amount of time, yet some people do so much more with it than other people. But it's really, how can you really look at how you're being intentional about your time? And this really helps you get more intentional to create that space for yourself. And when you can create that time and space for yourself, what happens is you could spend your time intentionally doing the things, working you towards your goals and your dreams and just joy. It doesn't even have to be working towards something. It just can be something you enjoy. You know, I, I could say to a client, oh my God, do you do anything fun? You know, what, what's, what do you do for fun? And they, I don't have time. I, I have this, I have that, I have this. 
Well, this can create time for fun. You want to start painting again. You want to train for to run a half marathon. You want to just spend more time with your kids playing instead of doing processes in your house. <laughs> this creates more time, okay? Does it take some time and effort to create this space? Yes, but anything worthwhile does. You know, it's just like getting something set up is always going to take time, but once it's set up, you're going to save time. It's one of those deals. That's exactly what it's like. And the more you do it, the more habitual it is, and then it doesn't become like this this process that you have to think about. It becomes more natural to you. And it's so freaking rewarding, and it creates so much more joy and bliss in your life that it's just something that you're going to want to do. So I go deep into these methods in my deep level self-care boot camp called Aligned and Worthy. And I want to mention that I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you so you could check it out. And you get lifetime access once you purchase this program and it has monthly coaching all year round. So it's a really awesome value. And you can go into 11 different deep level self-care practices. And this is just one of them. This is just one. I'll put the link, like I said, in the show notes, but I also have a time expansion masterclass that's very short, little masterclass, but powerful, small, but mighty, I'd like to say. And I also talk about this. So I'll share that link in the show notes too. You could watch that masterclass if you want. So I implore you to get started. Just pick one area. It could be the mind, your space, your processes. Which one do you think will give you the most reward? Which one will have the, the biggest ripple effect on your life? Which one is the ones that's causing the most stress in your life right now? Start there. And like I said earlier, always start small with one thing. And don't forget to celebrate. Even the smallest wins. So many of us never celebrate anything. Small wins, even the big ones. You know, as soon as we get the win, we're like, cool. And then we move forward. We really need to stop and just take a look at how wonderful some of these things we do are every day, even these little small things like this. So remember to practice deep level self-care every single day. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow, please share, and then write a review if you're feeling, if it feels aligned to you. And thank you in advance. If you do write a review, I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I'm at Tina Stinson Coach. I'll put that also in the show notes. And I did start an Instagram for the podcast. Um, so that's uh, Soul Aligned Self Care. And I'll put that link also in the show notes. But thank you again for spending this time for me. I'm so grateful that you're here with me. And I will see you again next week. Love you. Bye.